Hello and welcome to DealCast, the weekly M&A podcast presented to you by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham. I'm a business journalist who's been covering M&A for a decade. In this episode, we're finding out about M&A trends in Latin America. Joining me is Ana Torrell, correspondent for Chile and Ecuador. Hi, Anna. Thanks very much for joining me today. Hi, Juliana. Thank you for having me. A pleasure to be here. Great. So to begin with, can you give us the overall picture for M&A activity during last year, 2022, in Latin America, please? Sure. Wonderful. Uh, Well, Latin America M&A activity reported slight growth in terms of numbers of deals in 2022 with around, I'm going to round numbers, 1,400 transactions last year compared with 1,300 transactions in 2021. In terms of deal value, in contrast, dropped from 149 billion in 2021 to 92 billion this year, all according to deal logic data. So there are several other things that we have to take in consideration. For example, the raising cost of capital combined with recession fears, inflation woes, and regional political uncertainties have led deal makers to become more cautious and prioritize investments in companies that have sought to increase their profitability, a trend that is likely to remain in place in 2023 in Latin America. Also, um, the wait and see stance had an impact on the number of sponsors' exits as many private equity firms are looking to postpone their exit plans. So sponsor exits were down 20 deals last year from 24 deals in 2021. Brazil, the biggest economy in the region, for for example, did not report a single IPO in 2022. Thank you. And you mentioned Brazil there. Can you run through the main deal-making countries in the region and some of the key highlights that have happened in those countries, please? Among the biggest markets, the deal activity was higher in Brazil, uh, 70%, in Chile, 47%, and Colombia, 84%. On the other hand, we saw countries declining its deal flow as Mexico, Argentina, and Ecuador. So, Anna, you've mentioned Brazil a couple of times, and it's obviously the biggest market in Latin America. But there have been lots of political changes going on there. Can you run through those and explain how those things are impacting M&A, how they affected M&A last year and how they're likely to affect it this year, please? Sure. Brazil just had a polarized election in recent years, which was held in October, led by Luiz Ignacio Lula da Silva. And he got back to the office with a third term as a president. And these also contributed to a slowdown in Brazil's deal activity in the second half of the year. It, it was expected. And although 2023 had obviously a, a slowdown in, in um, deal activity, Brazil 
uh, continues to be Latin America's most important M&A market due to very factors, several factors. Uh, for example, its diversified economy, its strong financial system, good rates of return, large consumer market, and solid business opportunities. So it'll continue to be a nice um, spot or country to invest, uh, and we can expect some deals by 2023. Uh, sectors, for example, sectors that were impacted by digital transformation include financial services, everything related with agribusiness, education, logistics, um, healthcare also, renewable energy, media, and everything related with telecommunications should continue to draw investors' attentions for M&A deals. Another thing that we have to take in consideration is what's going on in the world economy as the slowdown of China generates also good M&A opportunities for Brazil and other emerging markets in Latin America and will do in 2023 because investors gradually seek other places to allocate their investments mainly. And Latin America has become a nice spot for it. Also, um, Brazil uh, has a competitive advantage in terms of attracting everything related with PEs, private equities, venture capital investments. Why? Because the size of the market and many Latin American countries still have smaller markets and um, lack liquidity options, uh, which foresees financial investors to write smaller checks. And there are investors that have a range of 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 capital that we like to allocate or larger sums of capital that would be like possible in Brazil. Thank you. And turning away from Brazil and looking to the north of the region now, can you tell us about M&A in Mexico during 2022 and which were the hot sectors and, and which will be the hot sectors during 2023? Sure. Middle market M&A activity reigns in Mexico. Um, with most deals ranging between 30 million and 200 million. Um, the intensified trade competition between US and China, along with high freight rates, have created MA opportunities for Mexico supply chain sectors as companies and countries um, seek to reduce their manufacturing dependence on the Asian country. Other hot sectors that are likely to continue drawing attention from strategic and financial investors include healthcare, technology services, real estate, and e-commerce. For example, the sectors that saw the least amount of M&A activity in 2022 that um, were energy, oil and gas, and telcos, many due to uh, policy uncertainty. Well, it's not that there are not sectors that are interest 
for investors, but um, policies have to um, set the road to uh, have like more of a stability when I'm when an investor wants to to enter those sectors. So one of the main sectors to look at will be everything related with e-commerce aggregators. Um, everything related with e-commerce will be a nice sector to invest because it's expected to grow in 2023. And finally, Anna, looking at Chile, one of the most southern parts of the region, can you tell us about what's drawing investors' attention there and some examples of some of the deal activity going on, please? Sure. Tech and mining are on the spotlight. Technology are likely to continue drawing investor attention as well as the mining industry uh, during 2023. Uh, the mining industry is expected to attract investments worth about 69 billion up to 2030 in Chile. Um, why? Because Chile owns 48% of the world's lithium reserves, which are used to produce rechargeable batteries for cars, for electric cars mainly, and 22% of the global copper reserves. It also, the country holds important reserves of molybdenum, which is uh, used in airplanes, gold, and silver. Other key sectors for deal activity include infrastructure, renewable energy, waste treatment, telecoms, and biotech. And can you run through some of the big deals? Can we have some examples of, of what's going on in Chile, please? Sure. Uh, for example, um, there was an important telecom telecommunications investment. Um, there was the purchase of 3,800 telecommunications sites by Phoenix Tower International, which is based in the U.S., from the telecommunications, local telecommunications operation, WOM, this deal was for about 930 millions in July 2022. Another transaction that captured investor interest in the local energy and infrastructure space was the sale in March by Canadian asset manager OMERS and Spanish gas network Enagas of a combined 80% stake in um, LNG terminal uh, Quintero to a consortium led form by PE, one PE firm in DC and Belgium-based natural gas transmission system operator. That was another strong one with a, a good example of what happened in the, in the local energy and infrastructure space. Great. Anna, thanks very much. That was Ana Torrell, correspondent for Chile and Ecuador. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Dealcast presented by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. Please rate, review and follow the podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or look out for your Merger Market news alert. For more information, have a look at our show notes. Join us next week for another episode. <laughs>